cleansing is gut health. Cleansing is removing inflammation. You are listening to the Grown and Vegan Life Podcast, Episode 7. Welcome to the Grown and Vegan Life Podcast. I am your host, Deanna Rohde. On this podcast, we talk about being vegan from the perspective of being healthy. And we take a deep dive into being healthy in the other areas of our lives, like relationships, money, and mindset. The ultimate goal is to be whole and to experience joy in our lives, not just our eating. So we look at both practical and spiritual ways to experience optimal health. The main thing to remember is that nothing in this show is meant to replace medical advice from a trained professional. I am sharing my experience and the experience of my guest. Please use wisdom and take what you feel will work for you. Now, let's get started with today's episode. There we go. There we go. Perfect. Right. You hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you. I can see you and we are good to go now. All right. All right. So everybody, welcome to the Grown and Vegan Live podcast. We are actually doing Grown and Vegan Live podcast. We are actually doing this live for the very first time. And I'm so excited to have my guest with me, Kevin, the visionary. And he is a detox and gut health coach. And we connected here on Facebook Conversation started about herbs and that just led into a lot of different things. And so I'm very honored to have you, Kevin, to come in and join with me. Um, and I'm just excited for this conversation because I really believe in the message that you have. I believe in the information that you share. And so I want to have you go ahead and just introduce yourself and then go ahead and share your personal story of you know, being healed and, and healing yourself through plant-based and all of those things, all the things. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm happy to be here. And uh, like you said, we did connect uh, through Instagram. Um, and so, you know, a um, little bit about myself. So I did um, have some health challenges. Um, I was kind of on the fence with, you know, being plant-based. I went uh, vegan years ago, and then I kind of went back to eating meat and dairy again. Um, but it wasn't until I had some health challenges is when after I decided to explore it a little more, and then I just went all the way in with it. And so, um, but the funny thing is, right, before I go any further, when I was a child, I did not like meat. Mm. I didn't like any type of, I mean, the taste of meat was horrible to me, right? And so to circle back around, uh, and now I'm, you know, feeling better, feeling healthy, and going more plant-based, uh, I just didn't think it was a coincidence. Uh, and so, and my son was the same way. Uh, my younger sister was the same way. Hey, Vivian, she's on here. Uh, okay. We was like me. And, uh, but, you know, I just think that, you know, maybe that was my body kind of telling me, hey, you know, something's up with this thing, right? And so what happened was as I got older, um, you know, I started feeling sluggish all the time. 
my uh, my lower back would hurt a lot. Like to go on walks and stuff and to stand for a long time, my lower back would hurt. Um, when I would take showers, I would get out the shower and my skin would like would itch really bad, like profusely, just like really bad. I would put lotion on and that would not it wouldn't help. Um, what else? Uh, I would um, when I when I would get off of work. You know, I would have to go home and take naps and stuff. Just tired all the time. Mm. Uh, something that, you know, one of the things that really stuck out was I was at work and my toes started rubbing up against my shoe. And at first I'm saying, this was a few years ago, I'm saying, you know, is my feet growing? You know, I'm like, what's going on? So I yeah. went out and bought a, a, a new pair of shoes, you know, a half a size up. And, I, you know, I'm thinking everything's fine. I go back to work again, and it's rubbing again. And I'm saying, wow. So I went out and bought additional pair of shoes, mm. the whole side up. And the same thing was happening. So I'm saying, you know, and I didn't even notice it until maybe a whole year later what the cause was. And so one day I actually looked down at my feet, and my toes were curled, were starting to curl inward. Wow. Uh, and, you know, at the time, I'm still arrogant, ignorant to, you know, plant-based dieting, herbs, and all of that. And so I ended up getting some uh, lamb's wool, and I put it between my uh, big toe and my little toe, and my toe right next to it. And that kind of helped out a lot, you know, the rubbing. I developed calluses on my toes from that. Um, and so I also had, uh, when, I, when I would go, you know, urinate, I had blood in my urine, uh, heavy amounts of blood in my urine. Um, it was, it was, you know, one of the times it happened, it was a lot of blood, like, you know, like I said in my book, crime scene blood. I mean, it splattered all everywhere, all over the toilet, over my legs, on the floor. I mean, it was, it was a lot. And so I went to the doctors, uh, when I say doctors, multiple doctors, um, and they, you know, drew blood for testing, had CT scans done. They took, um, I forgot the actual term for it, where you take a camera and you go inside and look at, um, uh, uh, look inside your, you know, your uh, bladder and stuff like that to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. They didn't give me any solution. Uh, one doctor said, I think I've seen this before, but you don't have anything to worry about. And so as I began to research, I found out that my kidneys weren't working properly. That was one of the reasons why I had blood in my bladder. Uh, and that's not supposed to happen. You're supposed to have water in your bladder, which is in the form of urine. And the reason why it's urine is because there's toxins in there. And so when, you're, when you drink water, it circulates through your body with the blood. That's what helps the blood move. And so that's why whenever you, if you're dehydrated, the color of your urine is darker because you actually have some blood in there, like a little bit, uh. right? That's why they say you need to drink water because that water also helps fill the filtration process in your kidneys. Mm -hmm. And so I found out that my kidneys weren't working properly because it wasn't filtering. Uh, my body was inflamed. And so to make a long story short, um, I began the journey of detoxing and cleansing and, uh, changing my diet and 
everything. There were a few other things, but everything went away. Wow. Yeah, that really blew my mind when I heard your story about when they told you you were okay. <laughs> you didn't have anything to worry about. Um, that's it's scary, you know, because we trust people and not anything against medical um, medical profession because we we need them. I've used them myself. But it's it's very scary when you're told something like that and then you're just kind of left to figure it out. So this drove you to get into plant based and learn more about um, how to heal your body through food and herbs. But um, the conversation that we want to talk about today, because we could talk about a lot of things, is about the sales. And you've been really having that conversation on your own platform about how we need to attack our health or approach our health by the sales. So I want to just ask you, um, just ask you why sales, why sales, basically? Why do we need to focus on that area uh, when we're talking about our health? So I want to say uh, something also, too, before we get to that. So uh, a friend of mine actually uh, suggested uh, there was a there's a guy who actually does the same thing, uh, and I want to give him you know the acknowledgement also uh, that I started watching and learning about the herbs and stuff, um, and so that's kind of how I got into it from that aspect, um, and so uh, I was just kind of you know just going about it, just listening to whatever the doctors say. I had no no um, thought as far as what to do so um the reason why i think cell you know talking about the cells is important is because most of us when we think of dieting right we hear you know we read articles we watch youtube and instagram and everybody's talking about detoxing uh a lot of people's talking about dieting and exercising and you know mm -hmm. we hear about herbs and there's a lot of people selling different herbs and suggesting different herbs. But when you understand the big picture, right, the big picture is we all are cells. And, you know, when you think of uh, something minute, right, when you think of, let's just say, a foundation or a house, mm -hmm. you look at that foundation and you look at the concrete and just picture in your mind, literally construction going on and there's just a foundation with the great concrete, right? That would be the body or our body. But if you got a microscope and you focused in, you zoomed in all the way down that big foundation is actually made up of tiny sand particles. And each one of those tiny sand particles would represent a cell. And so without those trillions of particles, you have no foundation. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And so when you, when you understand that, you think back to the body and how it works, right? So I did a post today uh, talking about cells create uh, uh, tissue and tissue becomes organ, right? And so when you think of a person being sick, right? 
you say, oh, you know, your immune system has been compromised or, you know, your lymphatic system has been compromised. Okay, I understand what you're saying, but that's not entirely true because actually it's your cell or cells that have been compromised. That's why you get sick. That's why you have kidney problems and cancer and all these different things. It's the actual cell. So when you learn to to feed yourselves, then you change. You have a change in mindset of how you, your body becomes healthy. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes that breaks it down and kind of helps you get the big picture to understand um, what we need to do. So when when we realize that you know the cells are what we need to focus on, how is it that we can um, address that issue? How can we protect ourselves, feed ourselves, nurture them so that we do become healthier in that level? Well, I think most people already have the idea of, of, of what to do from the standpoint of dieting. Um, I think it's just the isolation, right? Because, you know, I've talked to a whole bunch of people and as far as dieting and stuff mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes they'll get pumped up. They say, yeah, I like the information. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this on Friday. I'm going to do this next week. And then they go right back to doing what they've always been doing, right? Mm-hmm. So I think first it's about education. It's about understanding uh, specifics. It's about understanding that if you do A, you're going to get B. There's no other alternative. So, for instance, right, the way cells eat, your cell, every single person on planet Earth, your cells eat the same way, right? You just say you eat uh, some strawberries. It goes into your gut, into your, your stomach. It gets digested. It goes into your intestine, and your intestines break it down to where it goes, it becomes what's called simple sugar or a simple sugar mm-hmm. with glucose. The best form, there's three types of simple sugars. The best form is glucose. And the other, the, the one that most of us are familiar with because we drink it, we eat it all the time is fructose. Mm-hmm. Fructose is not good for you because it, it's, it's harmful. Um, not as harmful as the third category, but I'll stay away from that because that's not as relevant, but the two that's relevant that most of us consume is glucose and fructose. You heard of high fructose corn syrup, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and if you go in a grocery store, a grocery store today, you know, seventy percent of what's on the shelf for food is fructose. Mm-hmm. But fructose is not that great for you, um, and so. Uh, to, to, to bring it back to understanding that. So if you want to, like, for instance, right, the other day we were talking and I said, uh, what is the best form of water water to drink? Yeah. Right. And what did you say? Spring water. <laughs> right. So I said, why, why is spring water the best water to drink? And what did you say? Well, I didn't have an answer, but I know the answer now. <laughs> The answer is because it has minerals in it, right? Yeah. And we know 
minerals are good for our body. So how does the spring water get minerals? The spring water gets minerals because it's in the earth. And as it's moving through the rocks and the sand and it's picking up all the different the magnesium and all the different irons and the different minerals, potassium and different minerals in the earth. So when you consume it, you get those minerals. Mm-hmm. So if you know that and if you ask 10 out of, you know, you know, 90 out of 100 people, if you ask them that question, they're able to say, oh, yeah, I know that it's spring water without even blinking, without even thinking about it. Well, if you know spring water is the highest form of water to consume, well, then the question is, what's the highest form of food to consume? Mm. The light should go off right now. Because <laughs> plants. Plants. Yeah. Because plants have roots and they, they're in the earth. So they're absorbing all the minerals and the nutrients from the earth. Mm-hmm. And if your body, your cell, consumes glucose, when you, if you do your research, the, the majority of plants and, and, and fruits convert or break down into glucose and your cells consume it what it does your cell will consume what it needs for right now it gives you energy and then it stores the rest of it for later in your liver and other parts of your body and then when you need that extra boost it'll get to use it for later on but it only does that with glucose Mm. wow Huh, okay. But don't understand that. Yeah, I, I don't. And I never really thought, you know, about dealing with the cells. But now I'm that's like on my radar. I want to really focus on there. So, you know, we were talking about herbs and, and um I don't know a lot about herbs as something I really want to learn more about. But um tell me how herbs work into our cell health and our overall health and and why are they important for us to have in our life well it goes back to what i what i was just talking about right so Mm -hmm. the highest form of food would be plant-based right because it has all the minerals and the nutrients from the earth well it's the same thing with the herbs right so before i say that let me say this so uh, people talk about herbs for detoxing, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we don't realize that when we consume fruits and vegetables, that's actually a slow detox because it has the same properties as the herbs because it's a plant. It's coming from the earth. And the reason why it, each herb has certain properties in it, once again, is because it's specifically designed to grab nutrients from the earth to give that to that plant and then you consume it and then you get that, those minerals. And so, uh, so yes. So when you talk about herbs, you're talking about, you know, stuff like, you know, dandelion, uh, you're talking about elderberry, you're talking about, you know, burdock root and stuff like that. And, and certain herbs can, be taken to be specific, meaning that there's certain herbs that will help the kidneys and the kidneys only. But some of them cross. Some of them will do multiple things. But you can put together herbs 
that will help you with your liver and, and different parts of your colon and different things like that. So when people talk about herbs, mainly they're talking about it for detoxing, right? Mm-hmm. So when you take the herbs, should you take this only during detox or is it something that we should incorporate into our daily regimen? So it depends on the type of herbs, right? But um, most of you can, you should be taking something or utilizing something uh, daily because, and this is a topic that once again, something that we never really think about, right? Mm-hmm. So growing up all our lives, we hear about protein. You need milk for protein. You need to eat your meat so you can get your protein. Protein, 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 right? But the building block for the cell is protein, vitamins, and minerals. You need all three for a healthy cell. And so when you look into it, the same doctors and medical professions that talk about protein will tell you that you, re- you only need 10 to 35% of protein in your diet intake. Mm. So wait a minute. Hold on one second. So are you telling me that you telling me to drink all this? If I'm if I'm slim and skinny, if I have a child and, you know, they have the stand, the quote unquote standard uh, chart, you know, that you're supposed to, you know, at seven, you're supposed to be 25 pounds or whatever the chart says. Right. When you're 40, you're supposed to be 140 pounds or whatever. As a You know, uh, that's foolishness because one. Everybody's genetics is different, right? Mm-hmm. So you can, don't tell me that I'm supposed to be, you know, 225 because I'm 6'3". No, no. That's my, my genes don't tell me that, mm. right? And so okay. when, you, when you understand what's going on, you don't need protein. You don't need the, the quantity of protein that they tell you. So when you consume fruits and vegetables, there's protein in it. There's mm-hmm. protein in all fruits and vegetables, but you need protein, minerals, and vitamins. And then those same uh, professionals will tell you, oh, go to the store and buy some vitamins. Wait a minute. So you see what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's, it's, it's a game. Yeah. Because if you're healthy, they don't get paid. See, that's the thing. Vitamins. I've been told the vit- to get the vitamins. I was just asked recently, where do you get your protein? You know, from a healthcare provider, where do you get your protein? And I, I mean, I just, I get it. My protein actually is pretty good. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's the big question. Everybody does focus on it, but I never really thought about the, the vitamins and the minerals. So with the, the herbs, they treat our cells by detox and pulling out um, unhealthy things or how, how can a cell repair itself? Is that how it, um, does it repair through the herbs or how does that process go? Can you talk about that? Yeah. So two things. One, so cells have life cycles. So they, live and they die, mm-hmm. and they rinse and repeat. Um, but when they're alive, they have to function, just like you and me function. Or So it's one of those things where 
when you have, like, let's say, for instance, uh, somebody that's diabetic, right? We've seen countless times where a person was diabetic and they're no longer diabetic. Mm-hmm. How is that? The doctor say, oh, you're, you need to be on your insulin. You need to be on this these medications for the rest of your life. But then you change your diet, you take some herbs, and you do a few things, and what happened? Mm-hmm. Your cells repaired themselves. Just like when my kidneys weren't working properly, just like when I had all these other issues, I removed the inflammation from my body, I changed my diet, and my cells repaired themselves. And so that's that's the process. Removing the inflammation. Okay, okay. Because that's uh, that's kind of been on my radar as well, is um, chronic inflammation, anti-inflammatory um, foods. And now I want to learn more about anti-inflammatory herbs. So now I know that in your course you offer, um, you suggest a combination of herbs. So I know we can't get into that full recipe, but can you just kind of explain maybe one particular herb that and what it will address and how someone could incorporate that into their daily life. Yeah, I'll actually give you uh, two or three of them. So, okay. So you have burdock root. Um, that's a really good herb for uh, removing toxins from the from the body, the blood, uh, um, and it has a lot of uh, minerals uh, in there. You have uh, sarsaparilla. That's a really good one for the liver, uh, for inflammation. So, so well, I'll give you the last one, and I'll, I'll touch on this. And um, you have uh, L, uh, yellow dot, like the word yellow and dot, D-O-C-K. Um, yellow dot is good for the colon. It's, it's, it's high in iron. So a lot of people who are quote-unquote, iron deficient, right? Mm-hmm. Once again, it's, it's, we're, we're, we're deficient in nutrients. And for mm-hmm. some reason, you know, nobody can figure out what's going on and why people are sick and why people are, have all these issues. It's a nutrient issue. Yeah. The foods that you're eating are not providing nutrients to your cells. That's it. Um, so those three herbs are really good herbs to start off with: burdock, yellow dock, and sarsaparilla. Um, and that was one of the things that I found out about myself is that I was highly inflamed. The reason why my back was hurting, the reason why my toes started curling, uh, you know, my bones. Your your so the blood from your body is actually created in your bone, and it comes out of your bone bone into your body, the bone marrow and all that. That's the whole process. I'm not going to get into that, but blood is created in your bones. Um, and so uh, when your body is inflamed, when my toes were curling, it's because my bones were inflamed, right? Mm-hmm. And so you could be, have inflammation in all types of different parts of your body in multiple parts of your body at the same time. Mm. And so you're thinking that it's all these different things, but it's one problem. Inflammation. Correct. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how do how do we use the herbs 
how do we so the, the the simplest so there's multiple different ways to use herbs you could take them in pill form uh which is a you know you'd have to buy stuff and create the pills make the pills yourself you can take them uh in tincture form uh you can take them in just a tea form where you put them in in a cup with some hot water and let them sit for like 15 minutes or so strain it and drink it a lot of herbs uh might not taste that well mm. um but it's worth it um yeah. because you know when i first started it was rough because i i went all the way in i was just mixing stuff and combining stuff uh trying to you know figure out what was what and uh but now i like the taste now it doesn't bother me i just i drink it and i don't have a problem um and so yes the simplest way the way i recommend for anybody that's starting out would be to boil some water eight ounces of water per teaspoon or yeah per teaspoon um and just let it sit for 10 15 minutes mm-hmm. uh, it could draw out some of the properties and uh strain it and drink it okay that sounds simple enough sounds easy to do <laughs> it is, it is. yeah so vitamins minerals and protein to build a healthy cell pulling out the i'm just going to recap what i'm gathering from this conversation pulling out the toxins from um, our body and eliminating the inflammation allows our body to regenerate basically and rebuild healthy cells. Correct. Okay. To eradicate disease out of our body. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think that, um, you know, I I would love to keep talking and go deeper, but I honestly, you know, it's one of those things where you, you don't know what you don't know all the time. And so that topic, I would, I need to really investigate as far as um, just learning more about it. Because like I was telling you, I feel like this is more prevalent now, more people are talking about cell health and um, it, it just makes sense because instead of, you know, addressing things at a surface issue, going down to the fat or going to somebody said foundation. So now I want to say it going down to the root of the issue. Really, um, you know, that's that's where it all begins. So so I appreciate all of this. I don't know if you have anything else you want to share, but if you want to share anything else, please do. Otherwise, please just let people know, you know, your offerings and how they can connect with you and um, how you can assist them in this journey. Yeah, I see my friend uh, Mika Zion. She's on here also. She, <laughs> she's really uh, foundational and also helping me with this process. Okay. To uh, the guy, uh, Yaki Hickman and with the herbs and stuff. So, hey, Mika. Um so, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Kevin underscore the visionary um, and Facebook. Um, it's Kevin the visionary. Um, I have uh, you can also find me at wellness by the visionary dot com or you can go to my bio and click on the link uh, to my link tree. Um, and so I like like you were saying, I have a course. Uh, that teaches you about detoxing and cleansing. And so I want to touch on this for a quick second. So 
a lot of times, you know, before I learned uh, this process and came up with my own process, I heard people talk about detoxing. Everybody talks about detoxing. Everywhere you go, you can find mm -hmm. the word detoxing everywhere. But nobody ever really talks about cleansing. Yeah. But detoxing is simply removing toxins from the body. That's it. There's nothing else to detox. Hence the word tox, right? Tox. Thank you for listening to the Grown Up Vegan Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for another great episode. Also, visit grownandvegan.com to stay connected. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel. And check me out on Facebook or Instagram.